Hi, Tribe. I'm Evelyn. And I'm Versavia. And you're listening to Objectively Typed, a podcast where we ex- explore the objective personality system. I knew I would love it. Such a tongue twister. Let's do it again. <laughs> Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Hi, Tribe. I'm Evelyn. And I'm Versavia. And you're listening to Objectively Typed, a podcast where we explore the objective personality system. There, nailed it. <laughs> uh, today we're typing uh, Matthew Mercer, or sometimes known as Matt Mercer. Um, he is kind of internet famous, I guess. Um, he's a voice actor in various like anime and games and things like that. And then he's also the dungeon master for a real play D&D uh, YouTube um, slash podcast um, um, show called critical role so that's how i knew of him and now this is a guest request um so dallas in the groups actually requested matt mercer on one of our one of our like hey a while anybody? back yeah, yeah a while yeah. back and i actually have heard of you know i've heard of matt mercer i've kind of followed his work and it, it's a little weird thing that one of my friends is actually like grew up with matt mercer and stuff so like oh, that's I, cool I have a mutual yeah. friend on Facebook with Matt Mercer. <laughs> That's like about as far as it goes. But so I had heard of him. So he was like in my FI anyway. So I was like, yeah, no, that would be cool. And yeah. maybe somebody a little bit different from the people we've been typing. And um, I, I hadn't heard of him at all. But as I was learning um, some of the stuff that he did, he did a School of Thrones. If anybody was a Game of Thrones fan and there was that like there was a couple of episodes that was hysterical. He produced that, I think, or yeah. wrote it. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. You're right, though. It, yeah, produced, yeah, wrote, whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's YouTube, he right? Does this a, was, yeah, he does a bunch of things. He yeah. does a bunch you of things. You wear a lot of hats. Yeah, and it was early in the days of, like, before there were a bunch of web series and things like that, that he, that would, he moved into that he space. He started doing yeah. that space. Um, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So, and yeah. I learned, uh, actually, today when I was watching some videos, um, they also so we were talking about who was it lavar who has like one of the top uh uh kickstarters of all time oh right so does matt yeah and, and yeah. i i think critical role or something one of those yeah yeah i think it was critical role i think they were doing a um some sort of uh animation like a book or an animation yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly I'm getting adjusted um, <laughs> yeah me too but um oh i wanted to ask for people who don't know um could you give like a brief overview of like D&D and role-playing and, like, what that means so that they have context, because that's going to be really important for our conversation. Yeah, I mean, I can do as much as... So I don't... I've actually I mean, you've played it. Twice. I haven't. Twice, and it's on the internet. <laughs> so, like, I've actually... I had never played D&D before. Okay, um, yeah. So uh, not until the ENFPs got together and played a couple games of D&D, but honestly, I had never played it before. I've been... Like, I, I sometimes joke that I'm so much of a nerd that I was a wannabe D&D player. I just never had enough, like, actual... IRL in real life friends to play, right? It's like you do yeah. need a kind of a group. Um, so Dungeons and Dragons is kind of, it's a storytelling role playing game where you have a person who is the dungeon master who um, they do make, so there's a company called Wizards of the Coast, which is actually also based in the Seattle area. It's in Renton. It's kind of funny. It was right next to the FAA offices. So when I used to go down there, I was like, oh, there's Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> they, they also make Magic the Gathering, the card game. Um, so you may have heard of that similar kind of nerd Dungeons and Dragon-y yeah. kind of thing. But anyway, so Wizards of the Coast actually creates these like modules that are game books that have the information for this imaginary world. And so the Dungeon Master kind of has all of that information available to them and they have the story that you're going to play through. And then the players each have a character that they're taking on that role of that character. And there are different like 
stats essentially so you'll have you know so like in the recent D&D that we played with the ENFPs I was a half orc ranger um named Shay named Shay essentially Shetezru <laughs> um and so like as a half orc there are like certain things that like my character has like night vision and things like that that kind of affect like how I can play the game skill sets yeah, yeah and yeah, weapons yeah. and like as a half orc I was a big tank type character so I could use it a, a battle axe whereas like Jono was playing a um a tiefling which is like a cat um cat type of person <laughs> like a uh, rogue so, you know, he wouldn't have the battle axe like that, you know, right. so it's things like that. Yeah. And all of that is kind of tracked with math. Like, and so it's, it's all played with like, um, you know, um, dice, essentially, you know, you, you have a movement or you have an action that you want to do and you roll usually like a 20 sided dice and then there's modifiers you can do. Um, yeah. And so it, you know, it was started in like the seventies or something and it was kind of if smaller. you've watched Stranger Things. Stranger Things. Yeah. That's what the, the, the kids are playing. Yeah. The boys. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So that's kind of an overview of D. Yeah. It, it's very like um, it's very immersive and the role playing in the sense that like you um, you take on the character and you like you embody that character while you're playing it and and there's these rules around how you play the game. But right. it can be like so what uh, one of the things that Matt does is that he's a dungeon master. That's what he's known for and that's a critical role. That's right. Critical mm-hmm. role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a, it's a, it's a kind of a play on the word roll, right? Because in the game, um, you roll dice, which would be R-O-L-L, right? But it's critical roll, R-O-L-E, like your role in the story, right? Ah. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, And and, uh, yeah, so this is what he does. He is the one, so he's not uh, playing the character, he is the one orchestrating things and creating this environment and doing this story like guiding this storytelling for other people to be able to immerse themselves in it correct yep so okay so anything else on that before Um, we jump no i'm sure we'll kind of talk more about it you know we'll talk more about him as we go in um i guess like and i'm not um i don't play but I guess, like, he's also fairly well known for um, voicing McCree in Overwatch. So I guess, like, some people who are, like, hardcore Overwatch fans <laughs> would know him as the voice actor for McCree. And I, I've never played the game, so, like, I don't know who that okay. is. But it sounds like a Texan kind of a... When he's done, like, in different interviews, he he's, would sort of yeah. do the voice do of Do some McCree. of the voices. Yeah. So his yeah. career was basically voice acting. And so he and his yes. voice acting friends had a game of D&D that they were running. And then... Um, they started, yeah. Yeah. And then I, I believe it was Felicia Day, because her channel is uh, Geek and Sundry. And I think she approached them and said, hey, do you want to put really? this on? Wait, Felicia yeah. Day as well? Yeah. She's in it? Oh, I didn't know that. No, she's not in Critical Role. Oh, she okay. She produces Geek and Sundry, which was right. a channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A YouTube channel, and I think Critical Role started there, and then it's now Moved its own YouTube channel, its and it's, it's its own uh, thing. And she and yeah. he married Marisha Ray, and now she's like the the producer of all that stuff. Wait, Mar- Marisha Ray or Felicia Day? She he married Marisha, Marisha Ray. Okay, but we were Marisha talking about Ray. Felicia. Felicia Day. Day. Okay, just <laughs> wanted is, to make funny. sure. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Felicia yeah, is yeah. a different person. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Geek, yeah, yeah. So Geek and Sundry was a channel that. They kind of had a lot of that stuff. Um, that's kind of how I found out about this stuff is um, they also, Will Wheaton, I should add to the list, um, because his his show on Geek and Sundry was a show that um, Luis and I, my husband and I got into and basically got us into tabletop gaming. And so Geek and Sundry's kind of been a place for 
gaming in general, not just video games, but also tabletop games and role-playing games and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. So it started there, but then now it's, it's Critical Role is its own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so do you want to, usually the non-host, I always like yes. the guest, yeah, if you will. Yeah, sure. So this was my idea, obviously. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll jump in with, yeah. with the type that I got. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll, I'll preface this. So these are the biases. I, I jotted down my biases. And with this one, I don't know if I was just more aware of my biases or there were more of them, but I jotted them down going into it. So my biases were not my quadra. Want him to have F.E. Blast. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> and then when I saw him with with Marisha, with his wife, uh, he was definitely occupying the NF and she was occupying the ST. And he, I saw a lot of EJ coming off of her that I didn't see coming off of him. Mm-hmm. Um, so those were some of the biases I went into it with. And the final type I arrived at uh, was... Audio, although I'm not 100% sure on his um, on his extroverted decider, if it's masculine or feminine. And then N-E-F-I, consume, sleep, blast, play. Nice. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, that was interesting. Thank you for sharing your biases. Because I thought you were going to come in with F.E. I thought she's going she's gonna to see and think F.E. Um, I, I, I wanted to and... <laughs> Well, yeah. we'll get to that when we, we'll get to when it. We do get to, we'll get yes. to it. Yes. So I now this is one like this might be one of my more confident typings. Um, oh, okay, but um, so I got double feminine. Nefi consume play blast sleep. Nefi consume yeah, play just, blast sleep. There it is. Yeah, and I, nice. I did go. Um, we'll we'll talk about it. I went back and forth between consume play sleep blast. Or consume, play, blast, sleep, and ended up here. Me too. For me too. That we'll talk about. Me, me too. <laughs> okay, cool. That will be really great to flesh out. Mm-hmm. But okay, so that's, um, you know, okay. Um, this is <laughs> this, this is, is by the way, um, and we'll talk about it. This is what Dave and Shannon have typed Dario Nardi as. Now Dario Nardi thinks he's an INTJ. Yeah, but well, very that's okay. famously, very I know that's okay. <laughs> Very famously, Dave and Shannon have typed him as an ENFP, and they've typed him as this as this type. And I'm, I'm going to talk about that as I talk about how I finalized on my animal stacking, because that, that okay. does enter into it. Okay. That comparison game. Okay. Yep. Okay. So, okay, dear listener. So, uh, Rasavia got MF, NEFI, Consume yeah, Sleep, I'll, I'll... Blast, Play. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what we did get in common, which I... So you and I were kind of briefly chatting. Like the thing that I'm focused on is getting these saviors, <laughs> like the savior functions, the the top. Yes, two. and we got them, and we got, and we got that, and we both got them as an and observer. So at the end, yeah, we both got them as observer. We both got them as ENFP. This is even closer than Lavar. Yeah, proud of us. so I feel good. So like, I yeah. that's my goal is for mm-hmm. us to be aligned on our definitions of the functions enough the to get saviors, the same yes. saviors. Everything because, else is dressing. So I appreciated the bias talk <laughs> because I was thinking, I was like, is she gonna? say fe and if so we need to align on our definitions um, yes yes so this is gonna be <laughs> so, yes because be okay. i was thinking like if you did then maybe my next discussion episode maybe let's talk about definitions <laughs> i um i didn't although i think that might be worth revisiting just it might be anyway sake, because yeah it's been a while it has and been. we've been at this yeah but um 
It has been. Okay. I also, I didn't write this down, but once I heard your type, I'm like, yeah, that was also a bias. I wanted him to be double feminine, mm. but I saw such clarity with his memory that mm. I almost went kinesthetic at one point. I yeah. considered that. Yeah. Um, and also I saw... Oh, go ahead. Anyway, we'll get to it. Okay, here we'll we go. Um, yes. So, oh, actually, um, there's one other thing I wanted to bring up for my own, mm-hmm. my own. Um, when we play a little bit of the comparisons game, I want to bring up one other, one other thing. <laughs> but anyway, let's start though. We we can go ahead okay. and start. So, observer decider. We both agreed on observer. So, tell me a little bit about. I I had a great example. Um, so tell me a little I, bit. Um, there were a couple of things. One, in that interview that was on, oh my God, I forgot the name of it. Let me check. Between uh, the Sheets? The, the Between no, the Sheets? which, That was a way, great interview. Between the Sheets was one of my favorite interviews. Like, yeah. it's up there with some, like, like all-time favorite interviews that I've seen. <laughs> of of on anything. YouTube. Yes. Yes. That was It such was good. The interviewer was really good. And and it was a great example. I think yeah. the interviewer was F.E. Closer to F.E. really yes. good at creating a space yes. and pulling that out of Matt. It yes. was an amazing interview. Actually, just real quick, another thing to just note. I felt like maybe because he is like, so I jokingly said he's internet famous, but I think that helped. Because there was a lot of different content out there on Matt. Like, there was that really mm-hmm. great Between the Sheets interview, which Between the Sheets, yes. I think, is like a spinoff of Critical Role. Because they've interviewed, like, all the Critical Role people, including him as the DM. Um, but then there was also, like, Comic-Con panels. And then there yeah. were also, like, podcasts. Like, it was a nice, like, mix YouTube of is content. his world. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. He is. Yeah. So I'm. Versus, I, like, a celebrity that yeah. doesn't live in YouTube. Right. And I know that um I know that Dallas, the guy who requested that we do this, I know he's already pushed Dave and Shannon to do it, but I think I'm going to start also pushing them pushing to do it. Matt Mercer cuz there's good content on it. There is. And he's he's lovely. <laughs> yeah, he's like, lovely. <laughs> and and considering the fact that like, okay, so we both saw that he was info dominant, but we weren't yeah. sure play or sleep. That yes. means that his other one is also strong. Really his good. Last animal yep. is also strong. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so anyway, so observer decider. Um, so you were saying, I think I cut you off. I apologize. <laughs> oh, okay. So there's the there is you the were trying to find sheets the... interview, and yeah. then the other one is there was this interview uh, on liberal. So it was yep. him and his wife Marisha yep. Yep. being interviewed by. I forgot her name. Some kind of they EJ. mentioned it. So EJ, so <laughs> some, much EJ going on from of, her. And I almost want to say ESTJ, even though she was like, "I'm just such an empath." I'm like, "Really? Are you an empath, I, lady?" I saw her as as um. I'm F-E. talking about Valerie. The Valerie Va- is that her name? I think that was her the, name. The blonde chick. Yeah, but then there yeah. was a yeah. Go on. And then there was a dude. But yeah. so there was there was like it felt like half of that interview. When yeah. there was decider conversation being he driven just, by the blondie, yeah, his wife Marisha engaged in it. Yes, and Marisha has such EJ issues where, yes. like, when the interviewer, when the blondie was saying, like, "Oh yeah, but you have to act from, you have to find your di, yeah. you have to act from your di." Marisha was like, "Oh, yes, girl," <laughs> and she was there for it. Right, and Matt was like, he was like playing with Legos. Well, I don't know yeah, if you exactly. saw the and Lego so was the one. other interviewer. Yes, yes, those two yeah. were clearly the observers in the room, almost like and, IJ. And the DIs. Yes, and DIs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It mm-hmm. felt like um, EPs and EJs. E- yeah. Yeah, it did. It did. Yeah, the the other guy did seem kind of EP. Like Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. A different flavor of EP different, from different Matt. Different flavor. But yeah. So yeah. that was, like, yeah. one of the main reasons that I didn't see anything that was 
super observer. I didn't see any observer freakouts from him. I, I've got one for you. You got one. Okay, yeah, great. And Share. I'll give you the timestamp. Um, oh, okay. Thank you for that. So, so that you can, if you want to, like, you know, tempt to the fates and put the mm-hmm. thing in there. Although I feel like Matt would be good with that. Like, I don't feel like he would have an issue. But anyways. Um, so it was in the Fireside Q&A, which was kind of hilarious to me. Very ENFP. I, did, I didn't watch the whole thing, but yes, that that was. <laughs> it was just funny That was great. Um, so, but at about six minutes in, if you go to about six minutes mm-hmm. in, um, he does this very, like, double decider and then right into an observer, observer freak out. out. Yeah, because he, so what he's talking about, and look, again, I'm actually a noob to D&D. But like one thing I know about D&D is like your character is kind of a big deal because you're you're role playing as this character. People have campaigns that go like years like yeah, yeah it's a yeah. big deal the char- the character. Their, their first was, cam- critical role has been around for 4 years, four years. and they're and only on their second, second campaign. campaign. Yeah, the first, yeah, the one, first campaign was 115 episodes or something like that. Yeah, and it kind of just recently ended cuz that's when I tried to kind of get into critical role cuz I heard that the first campaign was over so I was like, well maybe I'll give it a shot, but then that then Dave and Shannon I started taking the class. You started doing this. <laughs> yeah, and I just don't listen to three-hour-long podcasts because they're long. They're, but, yeah, they're um, three, four hours, 115 yeah. episodes, spans years. Yeah. Anyway, you were saying. Anyway, so he's talking about he's talking about uh, something. I think it was like a convention or something like that. And he's, ta- he's saying, like, there's this other guy who was DMing, and so Matt was being a player for the first time in, like, a long time, like, in the public space, mm-hmm. right? And he's like, yeah, I totally see how it would be hilarious for, you know, me to return as a player to this game. Like, a lot of people haven't seen him as a player. And then you hit me with a Demogorgon and you kill me right off, right? It, which was very, to me, very decidery or uh-huh. double decidery. Because he's like, yeah, the tribe would think it would be funny to throw me under the bus. And I get it. Ha ha ha. Like, I can laugh at myself and I can yeah. laugh at the tribe. Like, I, I can do that. Like, it yeah. wasn't like oh my god, you killed my character. Or it also wasn't tribe weird, where it was like, I'll do whatever the tribe wants. It was kind of both. Like, yeah, that yeah, would yeah. suck, but it would be funny. I can, I and can then, deal. Yeah. And then, like, immediately, the, like, iPad goes to sleep or something. Oh, he's just yes, like, yes. He's like, yeah, I did ping on that. Fucking settings. And he just, like, I, totally I, I wrote demon it. sensory for that. I'm like, yeah. oh, hello, demon sensory. Well, and observer of, like, yes. he had to, like, yes. stop. And then there's, like, a part where he's like, sorry, everybody. I need to fix this. Like that that's yes. like the observer freakout. Is like that we just had a, a few minutes ago. Yeah. Like we have to shut the show down because I can't move past this. Like this yes. is my problem right now. I can't yes. move past it. And you can hear like the people in the background like <laughs> like laughing at him. But he's still he's like he like pauses this thing for a good like little bit to like fix the iPad. So to me that was just yeah, he double decides and then immediately observer freakout. <laughs> like yep. it was so yep. funny. That's yeah. such a great example. Yeah. So, but yeah, other than that, like, there weren't, you know, there, he, he you know, he it was an absence things. of decider talk and yes. being pulled into decider conversation, yes. not as much as a lot yes. of observer freakouts. I agree. But it's also probably because we're observers. Yeah, perhaps. We do tend to filter out decider talk. Yeah, but I also, but. like, the observer issues are, like, they feel real to us as well. That's true. That's true. <laughs> right? That's so, the so, real so our brain doesn't ping on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I, yeah. It's, it's a tough one, but I mean, yeah. yeah. Anyways. 
like you said, it was a lack of decider weird. I yes. Feel like. Yes. More Especially so than, in yeah. that lip roll interview or lip yeah. whatever. I think it's lip roll. Lip roll. Okay. So we and have critical were... roll and we have lip roll. Yes. Okay. Okay. And there were like several with that same group. And I think it was yeah, like yeah. lip It was all in one and, sitting. Yeah. It was clearly all in one sitting, but I think there were two channels going on. I think the Valerie, the Blondie, I think oh. her channel was lip roll. And then the other guy was like vinyl cafe or something like that. Yeah, the um, one with the Legos. Yeah, the Legos yeah. was like a different segment, uh, and then there was another one in that same Q and A. Yeah, I saw where all there three was of those. this chick in all yellow. <laughs> yes, <laughs> with like Who's a like yellow obsessed with yellow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and even then he's like, yeah. Q&A. He was like, yeah, if your NPC wants to wear yellow, okay. Like he's just like, okay, a little weird on the <laughs> yellow, but sure, uh, we could do that. Yeah. So okay. Um, let's move on to identity versus tribe. So this one was a bit tough. Oh, um, really? Well, it, it was tough in that I feel like if you were to ask Matt, he wouldn't tell you that he's savior DI because yes. he really thinks of his, um, cause did we both, did we both get him with sleep demon of some sort? No, 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 no. Sleep no, and play you, is where we disagreed. Yeah. I, okay, I saw so, him as savior sleep. Yeah. So we can talk about that more, but yeah, like. I feel like he would say that, but then it's one of those things where you don't listen to what a person says. You have to watch their you, actions yes, and you have yes. to like look at what they're motivated by. And yes. in and as he's even struggling with that, he still is just driven by his FI though. You know? Like he is. His whole life has been I'm basically his NF consume, like running everything and pushing him towards his goals and what he likes to do. It's all what I want and what I value is what's actually driving his life. Yeah. Yes. And I think, and this is where I saw FE. And I think this is also like, this is a struggle that I see other people um, who are savior FI who can FE. Um, it's this. Um, so how I've started to think about it is individuals versus communal. So it's individual values versus communal values. And he holds space for individual values. He yes. holds space for everyone's FI. Yes. He's not looking at the room and the communal yes. values. His And the reason he holds space for everyone's FI is because his FI got shat on so much when he was a kid. Right. And I, I feel like even me, like my under, I, you know, having demon FI myself, like I feel like my understanding of FI has gotten a lot better in the last like however many months or whatever, like three months or whatever, that I think... Yeah, back in like June, I might have said FE for him, but okay. Really? But to your point, I'm now starting to recognize. So what I'm now seeing is like the savior F, whether it's FE or FI, that behavior of wanting to hold space for the feelings of the yes. tribe, if you will, that is savior F. Now yes. the question is: Is the person tribe above self, or are they self or above self. tribe? Yes, yes. And that's that's kind of how I had to do it. I had to kind of separate because I was like, okay, I definitely am seeing save your feeling, like for sure, for sure, yes. very clearly. And now it was like, okay, is it di that he is motivated by? You know, is it his introverted decider that he's checking, or if it is it the extroverted decider that he's checking? And that's where I came back with fi because it was like, okay, yeah, he's definitely. And this is the things I was telling you, you know, he's definitely motivated by his internal decider. Yeah. Like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. who he's checking with. Yeah. yeah. And and also, um, he's he's kind of taking on that role of significance, you know, they talk about the human needs. Yes. In in yeah. the between the sheets interview, that was like that's what he was preaching, that yes. idea of like if 
I can, I was inspired. If I mm-hmm. can inspire, that's great. Exactly. That, like, first build up the self. So the tribe can be inspired. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, and it that's was that. very much what he was doing. And, and so that guy, the interviewer, I feel like the interviewer is, like, part of Critical Role somehow, but I don't know how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I saw him in some of the Comic-Con panels, too. The oh, same okay. guy, the interviewer yeah. guy. But he, at the end, he talks about how, like, Matt, to me, you are a beacon. Like, you are a lighthouse. Yes. He does this really beautiful. Yes. The like, lighthouse. I NF love blast. that analogy. Yeah. <laughs> NF blast. Possibly yeah. NF blast from that guy. But yeah, but it was really beautiful. It really was. This lighthouse analogy of, like, you know there's a safe place. You know this and, is and a that safe is place that you And that is what I find Savior FI. So, okay, to be, you know, the DI that I am and thinking <laughs> that I'm some of my arrogance coming through but that is the thing that I've heard as well in, in terms yeah. of like FI wants to hold space for other people's FI right. in, in terms of like the, being that lighthouse that um, and I think that's one of the reasons why FI can seem so FE sometimes yeah because yeah. Li- like you said you have to tease apart though like is it mm-hmm. coming from tribe above self or self above tribe mm-hmm. because we can FE but it's it's on an individual basis rather than a communal ba- one yes yes yeah and yeah, he does and it really, really well. Yes, he too. does. <laughs> he does. Um, so we both, I want to talk about the modality here, or at least the sexual. Um, yeah, I want to talk okay. about it yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Because, and I know, so you mentioned that you were a little bit back and forth on whether his extroverted decider will just go ahead and call it TE. <laughs> if right. his TE was feminine or masculine, but you ended up with um, feminine, feminine TE, masculine FI. You want to talk a little bit about what you I... saw there? I wasn't seeing any punch at the tribe, but I was seeing feminine feeling. I was seeing yeah. a lot of feminine feeling. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, but I didn't see any punch at the tribe. Um, mm-hmm. And I, th- this was one of the areas where I did the spectrum game and I looked up some other types of a similar. And the double masculines definitely had, I could, I could feel the double masculines off of, off of those people. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I landed on audio. Yeah. I, you know, that was, a, that was one that, just today and so I didn't I wasn't able to really even think about it but I was like I wonder if he's visual (laughs) you know what I mean like I was beginning to wonder Mm. because I was I also just wasn't quite seeing the um the punch at the tribe though like ultimately I did I did see some punch from Marisha though oh yeah yeah well oh you just reminded me of something okay okay I was um, I was using her to triangulate yes. a lot, and because and what we're attracted to is yeah. I will say this: in that relationship, she is certainly playing the role of the MTE, and he's playing the role of the FTE. Right? Like they're at least playing that, and he sees yes. that because yes. when he described his relationship to her, he actually I found it somewhere. I wrote on a quote: "It was something like she's the fighter, I'm the diplomat." That's what he yes. said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I so, remember that. Yeah, whichever now and whatever. And he's absolutely in love whether she has MTE or not. He's yes. in love with where wherever her punch is coming from. He's in love with that. He's attracted to that. Yes, yes. He's attracted to that. So yeah, you're right. And um and so yeah yeah okay. As we get more into this, I want to keep that masculine FI in mind because that was another thing that kind of made me flip a little bit. Was okay. Was the flip from what to what? Well, I had him as consume, play, sleep, blast. So it, I also was sort of oh, okay. split between info and energy. I wasn't sure. But like oh, okay. one of the reasons I went with consume, play, blast, sleep was what I've seen with the with the energy dominant. Like when that when that masculine FI is getting pulled on a little sooner. So maybe even consume sleep. Um, I didn't compare. I didn't compare that one. Okay. But um, 
looking at our class, we've got some classmates that are typed as consume, play, sleep, blast. Their mm-hmm. FI comes quicker. If you like, they're little like, I lo- look, I love masculine FI, but it can be a little asshole sometimes. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> like it can be kind of like a fuck you function. Yeah. Which Dave will tell you he's got masculine FI. Luis will tell Your you he's will. got. Yeah. yeah, he's got a T-shirt <laughs> that is literally two birds, right? Yeah. Like When you guys, when we met you, he was wearing this like double fuck you T-shirt, <laughs> and like. He didn't have that, you know, that that sort of masculine FI, like, in your face. Yes, yes. And so I felt like it was getting tempered by something. And it was maybe getting tempered by that feminine TE getting pulled on earlier. You know what I mean? In that, for me, with the play being higher. With the play being higher. So the thing with the consume, and we'll talk about his animals. um, The consume plays, even the straight ENFPs, the NEFI ENFPs, the consume plays... It's like almost a savior obligation to the tribe. It's like a mini savior obligation to the tribe because the play. Yeah, the play. I mean, whatever that activated yeah. function is, it's gonna it's gonna have a little kick to it. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's gonna have like they're not gonna be as quick to fuck you to the tribe, right? To brush it aside. <laughs> yes, because they're still okay. savior obligated to the external to the tribe, right? Okay. And that's yeah. what I was seeing. It was like, okay, this is a little bit tempered. Like, I do think it's masculine FI. But I, it's not the consume sleep flavor of masculine SI that I've seen before. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. And that, that's where I was kind of on the other side of it because, and it was hard to tease apart what was my own biases coming into it and what I was actually seeing because I, the FI that I was seeing didn't feel unfamiliar to me. Yeah. The the NE totally did. Yeah. Like that, that part of it, like there were times, well, we'll get to the observers, but yeah, um, <laughs> I'm so but, excited. If I <laughs> like feminine, if I like, I, I have a lot of punch to me yeah. and I wonder if I have a lot, like, I think even for my type, I have a decent amount of punch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder how much of that is just because of my upbringing and that maybe like if, if he does have masculine TE and he has feminine FI, that just that punch is a lot yeah. quieter. Yeah. Um, because he didn't grow up in a family where the only way you can hear each other is by yelling, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. But yeah, so th- that is Yeah, he's talked about how he was raised by hippies. Yeah, his parents sounded super cool. Yeah, <laughs> Did you did. hear that story when he and his friend found the uh, the Joy of Sex, or the sex book, but it was yes. the gay version? <laughs> and oh, like, so, I didn't catch that. Yeah, yeah, it was the, it was, there's a book, I forget what it's called, it's like called the sex book or the yeah, something yeah. book, and, um, but it was the gay and um, the kids' parents. So it was at the kids' his friends, house or whatever. Yeah, his friends' parents. Yeah, they, they were like scandalized when they found out. No, it was at Matt's house because Matt's parents were like, "Oh, that's so funny that we got it for your uncle Jim, who's gay." Like, like right. they were just like, "Oh, ha ha!" Like it's so hilarious that our kid found this. Like they didn't care at all. They just sounded super cool. So I, yeah, they did. He he had a good upbringing. So that's another <laughs> reason I want Dave and Shannon to do him for a class. Yes. Yeah, they should. We'll we'll push on it. Yeah, we'll keep pushing. <laughs> Dave and Shannon, if you're listening. You should do Matt Mercer. Here we go. Yeah. Uh good ENFP example. Um so okay, so yeah, let's talk about his observers, cause I, I wrote so down definitely you... in my quadra. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I get you. Anyway, go on. But um, different. So I wanna I wanna talk yeah. about the sexuals here too. So go Th- on. This was one of the areas where um I actually saw his DI, like, immediately. Yeah. I saw, that okay. smacked me in the face really, really strongly. And then I, 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 like, 
I acknowledged that I had I, I wanted him to be any mm-hmm. like in my head I knew that I wanted him to be any be, especially because it, that seems like D&D seems very any to me it, 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 it's very intuition because very intuition you know, um, yeah. sensory we we want to have some kind of sensory for our imagination to yeah. jump off, off right off. Right. Whereas Savior Intuition doesn't need that sensory. Right. So I was and seeing that. I think, oh man, and I don't remember which, but as you're saying that, a, a memory is hitting me. So I think it must have been in the Matt Mercer. It must have. I actually, you know what I think it was? Um, because I actually did end up, so today, I, I was pretty, I pretty much had his type down and had done my cross check. So today, just for funsies, I watched, watched him it. play D&D with uh, Stephen Colbert. I, I watched the whole thing. <laughs> I didn't. I watched bits and pieces, but it was I love so Colbert. Awesome. It and so was. in the beginning of that, I almost put it in the typing doc that you should at least watch the beginning because the beginning was almost like a little interview. Oh, okay. Um, I skipped that part. Yeah, it's it's okay. Um, I jumped in the middle just to but, watch them play a bit. But in the beginning of that, Stephen Colbert, who was like an OG D&D player, like he, yeah, yeah, he, he even talks about, well, he even talks about he has a book, like a D&D book that was signed by Gary Gygax, who was the person who like created um, D&D. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, oh, original Oh, and stuff. for anybody who doesn't know, uh, Colbert is audio I have it. That's what I was looking F-I-N-E. up early. He oh, okay. is audio F I N E consume, consume play, play blast. Sleep? Consume play blast. The same animal stacking that I got. He's consume play blast. Are you sure? Because I I'm remember looking being at it surprised right that now. he's blast last. He's not okay. blast last. Okay. <laughs> yeah, M F F I N E consume play blast. Yep. Unless he somebody got him wrong in the oh, spreadsheet. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's sleep blast. Yeah, and so okay. these two were great because it's like right. To except me, that he's a decider. Except uh, for Colbert's he's a, a decider. decider, right? Yep. You have an INFP and an ENFP, right? And um, but it was in the beginning of that. Uh, Colbert is talking about um, how back in his day they didn't have figurines, they didn't have anything, right? They just had their imagination and some dice, and and in like more modern day. Um, there are like figurines, like you can get maps and you can get yeah, little figures. Yeah, you can yeah, make yeah. it more sensory. And so um, actually this is one of the few episodes of Critical Role that I ever saw was at one point Matt Mercer behind. So the DM sits behind a, like a screen, right? And they kind of, they kind of yeah, sit behind their, their little, screen. Yeah. yeah. Um, he pulls a freaking like dragon out of his like DM screen in this amazing reveal. And all the players are like, <gasps> You know, and so like he like <laughs> pulls this thing out, and so like in the modern day they've added these really fun. You know, people yeah, yeah. have gotten super into the figurines and stuff, and um and yeah. So Matt says that like to your point of like how the sensory wants something physical. Mm-hmm. He says like yeah, now that there's figurines, the game's more popular now. Like, but the oh. the exchange that they have, it's very any exchange because you know Steven's saying like yeah, back in my day we didn't have anything. So he's like yeah, not too many people played, did they? <laughs> And it was just like very cute. Like yeah. these two yeah. were just playing off each other really, I've, really well. Colbert, I I love Colbert. I love like Colbert. I adore him so much. But he had such a like, he was yeah. so into it. He had such a wonder, and he was just mm-hmm. so much like reacting and like effing with yeah. Matt when with they were Matt. playing that game. It yeah. was it was really uh, really good, and it showed like how good of a DM Matt is too. That he was yes, able to kind of take yes. Stephen on this journey. 
that's that's the thing that I was like, I'm glad I got to see Matt in that role because he is really yeah. good at it. And that that was the other reason why I decided to watch that today or at least listen because I was like walking around a bunch. And so I was like listening to it as I was walking from place to place. And I was like, I feel like I need to see him in his element because I don't have a ton of I actually haven't seen Critical Role in a long, long time. And so I don't have a lot of mm-hmm. that. And so I was like, I want to see like how does he run a campaign? What does he do? You know, yes. how does he run it? Yes. Now, granted, this yes. is like a little one shot for fun, for charity with one other person, but it's like, that's hard as a DM to have one player and you've got to tell this narrative and have characters and yeah, like, and so this, that was one area now. So yeah, I, I mentioned that I wanted to talk about the modality here a little bit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, although maybe we should keep talking about any, any other, but any well, I mean, yeah. I saw, I saw, I saw intuition above sensing yes. for for reasons we discussed. Yes. I also saw a decent bit of OE. Me too. But not like, and and now I'm realizing this this would make sense if he has consumed sleep last blade. He's yeah. a glass lizard. Yeah. But not an uh, imbalanced amount of OE. And yes. I think that's why I had uh, trouble pinging his observers. Yeah, well, and them so, down. okay, good. So that's a good intro into the whole masculine NE thing. So, okay, yes. I feel like masculine NE is an interesting and different sort of function. And I think that that's where, like, it can seem kind of OI-like, if you will, because, like, the the branching. So I, this is another thing that I'm starting to understand a little bit more. I have feminine NE. Mm-hmm. And I feel like feminine NE... I used to I used to think the opposite, which is kind of funny. I used to think that NE's reputation as the ADHD channel changing function was masculine NE. Now I think it's feminine NE. <laughs> I think my own function is the version of NE that sort of can't fix one line and then jumps to another and then jumps to another. And it's because my N is so fluid that right. it's moving around and, it, and I'm not time. keeping yeah. the plot. Mm-hmm. Whereas feminine NE, it felt more like the masculine. Tr- it felt more masculine. It felt like a tree with branches that are going off it, but very solid. Like he knows where this narrative is going, mm-hmm. and that's another reason why you could argue we could we could say that D and D is kind of any is because when you're playing D and D, you need to be able to quickly move with the narrative. And have your concepts go in a completely different direction and, that you didn't yes. plan on. And yes. he loves that. So speaking of the OE, that gives him joy. You can tell. He gets a dopamine yes. hit from surprise. Yes. Know? Yes. Yeah. And and that's very much the... Um, uh, I, I saw the NESI access in the sense... Like, you and I have talked about it, but I think it was off, off screen. Yeah. Where um, NE... Um, has all of these concepts and all of these ideas and it is once a reality a moment that moment the si of the now brings all of that down and the nensi triangulates right yeah and i think that's what him being a dm is all about right because he has all these ne that's going on and when he actually plays the game there are these sensory moments that bring all of that and that's how he tells the story exactly that's how he he weaves this that's how he weaves this for people yeah 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 Yeah. so yeah like the way i think it's because well i mean we'll get to it but i think his (laughs) si is like it's it's not um I think he, he triangulates, one of the reasons I struggled with his observers is because he triangulates his N-E and S-I so well that it seems N-I-like. 
especially mm-hmm. why I wanted him. I, I saw FE and I wanted him to have like NF blast. Yeah. A lot of it seemed very NFE. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Definitely. And, and I, I think that's because he was triangulating his observers really well. That and also um, masculine NE can seem NI like. Um, you know, I don't so. Know if I agree with that. I think it does, um, you know, and that's why I think you have a lot of the masculine NEs that have been typed by Dave and Shannon coming back mm-hmm. and saying, oh, no, I feel very NI. Because masculine NE, mm-hmm. you know, the concept is solid. So so in to them, and if you listen to them, they are branching but converging. So they branch with all these, like, conceptual connections, but it converges on a whole that kind of feels like, is that NI? Because it's kind of convergent. But it's still NE, but it's just okay. a, a more sort of heavier and solid NE than then my the version. feminine one. Yeah. yeah, because I will okay. actually lose. So if you can imagine, I'm speaking very NE right now, but like, you know, in my mind, it's like mine is like water where like I will just kill off some of those streams because I've just kind of lost them. Right. Whereas right. the masculine NI kind of keeps all of those. That's why the tree is like a good example for me. Cause it's like those branches are still there. They don't like, go they don't away. Just fall away the way yes. that they do with me. Uh, and okay. so it can kind of have that. And I like effect of it just like has a solidity to it, a solidity to it in a, almost like a structure, almost like okay. a structure. Okay. Um, but it is definitely like for him again, this was another, like this typing for me, which is a good getting back to the binary coins. Because like you, I saw N over S, you know, Mm -hmm. definitely. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I saw OE because, yeah, whenever anybody had a surprise or anything new, he loves it. Like you can see a sense of excitement and wonder. There there was this like, uh, it was in one of the interviews, I didn't write down which one, but uh, people were asking him about his uh, career more as the the voice actor, not not his DM work. But it's like... You have to pursue everything. Don't limit yourself. It was mm-hmm. this very, like, EP language, like, uh-uh, mm-hmm. don't narrow me down. Right, right, yeah. That yeah. he was preaching, yeah. Yeah. Okay, where are we? Let's see. That was the so We did observers. deciders. We did observers. Observers. NF. I want to, uh, yeah. Oh, I, I didn't get very strong NF vibe from him. Not, mm-hmm. like, the traditional hippie vibe. The hippie. But I saw, and this was another thing where Marisha... Help me, like, see, I saw a lot of ST on her. Mm-hmm. Yes, I saw a lot of yes, ST on her, I and I was just like, okay, now I can see the NF on him. Yeah. Kind yeah, and I got him as double masculine on the NF, um, which, oh, yeah. Right, you did. Which is, like, a deep. So I know they call, they call, I think it's, like, oh, yeah, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> so Sleep Consume, the little, nick, the little like, thing that's written next to it is deep, deep inner, inner world, world of taking in info and processing, but I feel like, double masculine nf can be a very deep imaginative world because the n is a concept which is like your imagination but it's very solid to the masculine ends and then Mm -hmm. their values are very solid to them too so they can go into this really deep inner world i think i think (laughs) if he had masculine saviors he it would have taken him a lot longer to accomplish what he's accomplished I could see that. I, th- I think, I think, um... But I, but I have him as, as, uh, save your play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, which will, uh, I guess let's jump into the animals. Yeah, let's talk animals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you didn't see, you, I, I landed on him being info dominant very early on. Yeah, um, I, I didn't, I didn't right away. 
Um, and it was, again, because of Marisha, because mm. hearing them interact, it was info, 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 info. It was it was That's true. alternating between consume and blast. Yeah. Um, yeah, I ended up landing on it also. This is going to sound kind of funny, but, like, in a way, like, his role in the company, of the company critical role, so not the game, but the company, is mm-hmm. kind of the info master. Like, he's, like, the lore master. It's his job to kind of keep all the information straight, and, like, that's oh, what he's that's interested right. in, and that's what he yeah, wants yeah. to do. Yep. So that, I think the thing that nailed it for me with Info Dominant was I, I listened to this, um, it was a Q&A in Sweden, and, like, it just felt like whenever he was asked a question... He wanted to give the info, if you will. Yeah. Like, that's when yes. I could really... Info to energy is hard for me to verbalize, but I know it when I see it kind of a thing where I'm yeah, like, Yeah, okay. and it felt like he was speaking my language. Yeah. Like, like being in a different quadrant, but it still felt like yeah. like he's somebody I would I, I would enjoy chilling with. Whereas somebody sometimes when I encounter uh, deciders or somebody who's energy dominant, there's a, a slight friction there in the yeah. same way that when I encounter somebody who's not in my quadra. Right. It just feels right. slightly foreign. Yeah. No, granted. Very, very solid proof right there. Oh, it doesn't feel right. (laughs) It doesn't feel right, right. Well, and so, again, we have a couple classmates that are consume, play, sleep. And so I was looking, like, um, Shannon, which I realized I watched it on the Objectively Typed YouTube channel. Shannon and Chris? Yeah, Shannon and Chris are double feminine, uh, NEFI, consume, play, Play, sleep, sleep, blast. blast. Yeah. And so on the he's YouTube, not them. he's not them. <laughs> he's, he's not, not them. them. No. And that's what I was picking up because I was watching Shannon's interview with uh, our classmate Kendrick and Kendrick like asks her an info question. Like um, it was about the Enneagram, like, oh, are you an Enneagram type four? And she just goes, it's a wing and never answers him. <laughs> never actually says a wing in Enneagram. All the types have a type and then a wing. It's like mm-hmm. a secondary type. But it was just funny because she never gave him the info. Like she oh, and okay. me, me right. as an info dominant was like, wait, wait, wait. You didn't answer that Roll question. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, right. I was Which like, is something Dave and Shannon do all the time. Yeah, they, not actually answer the question. Yeah, and and yeah. So so it was like she just didn't. And and also that was a little bit. And that's what I was mentioning about that sort of fi that masculine fi fuck you a little bit. <laughs> and I was like, he doesn't. He like you said, he's not them. He's no, not no, he's not. Them. So that's when I said, well, hmm, maybe he's consume, play, blast. Let me look at who those people are, right? And that's when I found out that it was Dario Nardi. And I was like, wait a minute. And then this, I went on a whole little weird rabbit hole. So this, I guess now is as good a time as any to talk about it. But like, so Dario, who thinks he's an INTJ, I think, but has been typed by Dave and Shannon as this same double feminine ENFP consume, play, Is that Jonah's type? Is Jonah, no, he's audio. I think he's audio. I don't know. It's okay. been a while I since remember. I looked. Yeah, he hasn't been on the group. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Anyway, but Dario. but Dario. I know he identifies with Dario Nardi, though. I think he does. Right. Um, but, like, apparently, Dario Nardi is, like, an OG D&D player, also. <laughs> like, he's written D&D, like, modules and, oh, okay. and systems and stuff. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I don't know why that just, like, blew my mind off of, like, oh, my God, this guy is the same, like, thing again, you know? And so I watched I watched some Dario Nardi, and, like, I can see that masculine N-E, like, what I meant about the whole, like, branching but coming to a convergence, mm, which mm. is why people are like, oh, he's N-I. And I'm like, I don't know. I think that's masculine N-E. Um, okay, interesting. The other thing with the two of them, Matt and Dario, and there's actually a third guy, Andy Richter, that I watched a little bit of. I guess he's on Conan. Um, but all three of them have this in common. And they're all the double feminine, by the way. 
Um, yeah, I was. I looked at those, but I looked at the audio and ma- double masculine ones because yeah. I was wondering the same thing. Yeah, I was also back all, and forth between play and sleep. They all, um, they all are not like they're they're not the most introverted, not the most extroverted. You know what I mean? Like right. they're, they're all kind of balanced, balanced. Mm-hmm. And I think you know, I this is this is known even in Myers Briggs that the ENFP is supposed to be the most introverted extrovert kind of a thing. Right. Um, so I think there's something about Annie that kind of tempers that um, play. Right, because combo. even though it's in the extroverted world, it's very imaginative. Mm-hmm. Very imaginative. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas so, SC is the opposite. Right. So even though I got his play and blast together, which can often be like a big energy, right. like a, a very extroverted person, I think there's something about Annie that kind of turns that down a little bit. But he can clearly be more extroverted and he can be... It's like ambivert. He's like yeah, 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 yeah. Agreed. <laughs> mm-hmm. He he can bring it when it needs to be. He can but bring he can it. Tone it down. Yeah. So yeah. so I mean I just went on for a long time. So it's to be clear, like I didn't see like you know flashing lights of demon sleep, right? But I feel like you know he I of course I got I him as an I got him as an ENFP with my animals, <laughs> and I'm like. I don't have the missing sleep beacons either, right? I think there's something about ENFPs that even if your last sleep lasts, it's not the same sleep last. It's not struggle. the NI sleep. It's not an NF, and it's not an NF sleep, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not the sleep that I think Dave and Shannon kind of talk a lot about, of mm-hmm. like your identity and like struggling with that. Like that's not what our that's sleep That's not is what, like. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I... This one I also was very, like, whether um, his second animal was play or sleep, which one was there. I was also back and forth on, and I'm, I'm not, like, if, if Dave and Shannon come back, consume play blast and not consume sleep blast. Um, I I would believe it, but I'm still a little on the sleep side, mostly because in the um, Between the Sheets interview, every question that that guy was throwing at him he knew his sleep answer yeah, for it. I he know. had processed it, and he had that consume sleep, deep, rich inner world, like yeah. in the sense, like of of uh, taking in and processing. So yeah. anytime somebody asked him a question like, "Why are you doing this?" He had his observers, his right. NE and SI, triangulated in service of that FI. He knew his FI. Yeah, and I yeah, think I that's think... one of the reasons why the FI smacked me in the face first because. So- yeah. He'd be a glass lizard. I'm looking so he'd at have his IP issues. Yeah, I'm looking at his uh age too though. I mean, he's 37, 37. years old. Yeah. You know, and and honestly like this is again back to the data set. I felt like this is why it's good to have a diversity because you're you're right, but that between the sheets interview to me was the most sort of sleep focused interview also. So I yes. felt like yeah, yeah, yeah. even like I felt like even with sleep last if you're 37 and you've been doing a lot of work and you had good upbringing, like if you're him, you could come with that. Like, I feel like Stephen Colbert in that same situation with sleep last probably could, could come with that same, you know, that's, level of depth of knowledge of himself. You know what I mean? That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. And that and interview was, was really good. He was, he was. <laughs> that helps a lot, a lot. It, it does. And there was a lot of, it, what seemed to me like feminine FI going on, but like, and, and yeah. I like, it was a, it was wonderful for so many reasons. One of which is because it was 
these two guys who were not afraid to tear yes. up in front of each other. Yes. And it People, was just so authentic and real. People noted that in the comments. People said great. that. It People in the great. comments were like, can we just appreciate two grown men like sharing their feelings together? I'm like, yeah. Ironically, one of my other favorite interviews is Colbert and Biden. Mm. Um, like early Colbert's um, when he first got on The Late Show. Yeah. Um, really beautiful interview between him and Biden for the same reasons, because it just felt like mm-hmm. it was an honor to be a witness to such a vulnerable moment. It's so good. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, okay. So that's that, weird. That's but we why both, I got him yeah. as consumed sleep. And while yeah. we were talking, I realized that would make him a glass lizard. Mm-hmm. I should know this. Oh, the other reason I got him as consumed sleep last play. <laughs> yeah. So um, I have noticed that, like, the thing I want to do the thing that gets my brain the most awake and that I'm really excited about is taking in SF information, deeply processing it, right. and then blasting it in a way that is NT accessible to the NTs. Uh, okay. So yeah. it's like translating SF to the NTs, right. so to speak. Right. And so I asked uh, I asked uh, Hannah and uh, Mike, who are, um, so Hannah is double masculine. Yep. N-E-F-I, N-E-F-I, consume, consume sleep, sleep last, play. last play. Yeah. Yep. So, and then uh, Mike is uh, double masculine, N-E-T-I, consume sleep last play. So they share my animals. Yeah. And um, they both agreed that that feels like uh, apt summary where they take their savior letters and translate them to the opposite letters, so mm. to speak. So like that kind of creating accessibility. And so that's very much what I feel like he's doing where he's taking the NF and making it ST accessible to everybody. Yeah, that's interesting. That is one way to look at it. I also felt like he is basically with with D&D. D&D is very NE as we've talked about, but it's also very NT like NETE play <laughs> because you have to like puzzle figure out how to do things as you go kind of a thing. And yeah. so that's the other thing as I felt like he was that that was a savior state for him to, to puzzle and figure out stuff. Um, yeah. I actually think one of the reasons that he got as good as he did get at it and why he gets so much attention for it and why he is where he is is because that's his alpha state. Maybe. He is in a play state when he is doing that. Then he is in an alpha mode. And when people are in their alpha state, we gravitate towards them. Hmm. Like that, that is that that's what I think one of the big, big things and what charisma is, is when we see somebody in their alpha state because it's inspiring to us. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I could I could like I, I could said, make an argument both ways. Yeah. I could see him being consumed play blast, but definitely info dominant. Yeah. And definitely consume above blast mm-hmm. although beautiful blast really beautiful blast. blast yeah and his blast i think the reason his his blast almost seemed nf that's because his saviors i think yes exactly yeah. but it was it was like <laughs> yeah um i, He's I heard te in his blast i yeah. didn't hear si very much i heard more and yeah. i in his blast yeah. And I think that's because he's triangulating his observers. Yeah. Yeah. Could, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Um, um, it depends. Yeah. That, that's a toughie. Cause I mean, I speak that way too sometimes. Um, you know, I'll speak my saviors essentially. I'll, I'll talk in a yeah, very NT way. Yeah. And exactly. so, you know, for him, he, his NF, right, is, is his savior. So when he talks, right. it may come out sounding. NF, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. so or his blast, like he may blast his saviors too. So that's why for me, like I said, like I went very much back to to basics, if you will, and so a lot of binary coins, and so that's 
Yeah. You know, I, I what I've always done is the the saviors get you the first animal, and then so you're like, okay, let's consume. So it was right. the second animal play or sleep, and so I played a play or sleep game, and I saw I saw play above sleep. Wasn't expending the energy. Yeah. Wasn't sure which how far apart they were, but I saw yeah, yeah. expending the energy and then processing later and expending the energy. Okay. You know. Um, and then, and then I, I went, didn't see okay. anything strongly for, for that question. I didn't see anything that was like definitive, like, oh, he wants to process and then spend the, expend the energy or he wants to expend the energy and then afterwards he processes. Yeah, that's true. I just saw that he was sort of willing to jump in. He was and doing both. Do, yeah. But like, if you look yeah. at like his, his life story, it, it felt like a lot of it was doing. And now in retrospect, looking back at his history, very SF sleep. Okay. You know, yeah. understanding those pieces in context, if you will, mm-hmm. right? But, like, first was, yeah, like, yeah. getting himself out there, putting himself out there more and more, yeah. Um, and then I just did the consume, play, sleep versus consume, play, blast, which we've already talked about. Oh, so I did a very was... just, like, do, do, I, like, I used to draw it, like, a, almost like a bracket. It looks like a bracket from, <laughs> from like, a tournament. <laughs> oh, oh, well, <laughs> yeah, go, like, that's one, what it is, right? One, and then, okay, play one. Now sleep gets another shot, so <laughs> sleep or blast, what do you get? And then yeah, blast yeah, yeah, because yeah. of exactly. the info dominant. Yeah. 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 Um, I think the other thing and I you I relied heavily on this um for a couple of reasons. I and I realized that like, yeah, I should have checked that bias and I didn't. Hmm. Uh the dynamic between him and Marisha. And one of the reasons I relied heavily on it is because when he talks about um how they met, he talks about an instant gravity and an instant attraction there that uh, speaks to me as a complementary kind of element to it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it seemed that another thing that he was in love with in her was her play Mm. Uh, where when he talks about her, it's her ability to push through and get shit done. I saw that. Well, yes, it was. Yeah. I I agree that it's her TE for sure. And and it (laughs) seems I'm not sure if it's her play though. I don't know. The way he was describing her, if, like, I mean, we didn't type her and we're not yeah. going to, but right. when he was describing her, it sounded like she had masculine and I in the sense that, like, yeah. where she came from, and that. she has this vision and she just she's pulled herself keep up going. and she made it fucking happen. Yeah, yes. yeah, right, exactly. She's playing, she's playing the role, the role of, like, of the, of the ENTJ. Yeah, of, like, an ENTJ yes. Yeah, 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 type and that's what he thing. was in love with. Yeah. Does she look yeah. like Shannon? <laughs> oh, well, I guess Shannon is a jumper. <laughs> Different person. <laughs> I was thinking of Shannon as in yeah. Shannon, Shannon. <laughs> Because, I mean, it, it did feel like, yeah, that masculine TE. I, I, yeah, yeah, that's one of the things that as I was, I, I was playing the looks like game a little bit with her. But let's, <laughs> yeah. let's put that aside. Anyway. That's not typing. Because he kind of looks like Dario Nardi. That was the other thing. Does when he? I found a picture of Dario, yeah, I was like, oh, man, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, I can see does. it. I actually and wonder if one of the reasons Dallas was interested in him is because. They're I, similar. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. They're definitely similar. Watch our D&D wait. game. Dallas is double feminine and EFI. Consume sleep. Animals? I think he's yours. I think he's what you got. Consume sleep. Sleep blast play. Uh, or play blast. I feel like he's energy dominant. Yeah. He is energy dominant. Okay. So then he's play blast. Okay. Yes. But yeah, blast. like, like, but, but like he's they're in a similar sleep. vicinity. Yeah, yeah. They're in the, yeah. No, they're yeah. definitely in the I mean, the ENFPs zone. are going to ENFP, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, I'm all right. Look at us. I feel good. I feel good. That After Sean is an ENFP. Yes. Yeah. After Sean, this is this we're is making some a redemption. Good this is the redemption yes. arc. Yes. Um, and I am running out of time. I don't know if you. Yeah. Kind of came down for a minute, but he no, yeah. stayed behind the privacy screen. 
Um, Let's wrap this up. But yeah, so yeah, let me bring up the little... Anyways, I guess we usually talk a little bit why we like the person and stuff like that. Like like you said, it was interesting to get to know him. Seems like such a sweet guy. I would love to meet him in person. Which His is, FI is beautiful. It's so hilarious. Like, he was here for Comic-Con back in March. And, like, I didn't go because I didn't watch Critical Roles. So I was like, I'm yeah, not going to go to the yeah. Critical Role panel. But, like, one of the videos I, I found but didn't watch and so I didn't add it to the data set was Emerald City Comic-Con 2019. Oh. <laughs> I was nice. like... I was like I was there. Oh, this was just yeah. I was there, but I didn't go at all. But um, yeah, yeah. He seems like a really sweet guy. Um, and I'm, I mean, I'm also not gonna lie. I'm borderline jealous of just his life. Like the man plays D and D for a living, basically. <laughs> and yeah. and like, oh man, I think it was in the lip roll. They asked him, well, what do you guys do to relax? Like if you play D and D all the time. And he's that like, that was such oh. a great question. Yeah, it was a good question. And they're, they're like, oh, we'll get a cabin up in the mountains and we'll go hiking and then we'll come home and play board games and video games. And I'm like, oh my God, it's like my fantasy life. Like, right. how can I yeah. figure out a way to like make my life be that? <laughs> I need to figure that out somehow. Anyways. You will. You will I need to like fig- that. I know. Yeah. So and he's yeah. and yeah. Did we mention this? He's thirty-seven. So he's yeah. He's thirty-seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's, he's, he's still fairly young. And he's still fairly young. Yeah, chugging along. Yeah. This All is right. Great. Yeah, he was wonderful. He's definitely somebody I'd love to kick it with. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so far like everyone we've typed Except has been Sean. somebody we want to kick it with. You said kick you it would with not. Sean. You said well, you would uh, not kick it with Sean. I would be scared. I would be scared of that. Of that sniper rifle. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Whereas Matt, I, I would, well, I would love to kick it with Matt. Because yeah. No, NFP, I, I mean, if I play I, D&D, I want to play it with Matt. Yeah. I guess that's one other thing I wanted to note as I was going through this. I think I even wrote it down at some point. You know, Dave and Shannon definitely use themselves to triangulate when they're typing. You know, you yeah. can tell. Like yeah, the way they yeah, talk yeah. about any and stuff like that. And like, this was one where, yeah, like. He spoke my language. I would just yes. immediately. I was just yeah. like, "Okay, you're somewhere in my vicinity." And I, but the, what the if Annie what was, if he is double masculine? So he has your exact stack. That would be weird. Yeah. Well, it wasn't that though. That was the thing. It is felt different. His, his any felt different. I was like, "That okay. is any." Like that's any, but it's mm-hmm. not different. My any. any. Okay, Something cool. was a little off. I could, I mean, like, if we're going off stereotypes, he definitely seems like he could be double feminine, right? Yeah, he certainly seems that way. Easily. Yeah. 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 His hair, his glorious hair. That was another funny question that guy said. He was like, yeah, if somebody, the the interviewer said, if somebody said to you, your hair's not glorious, you wouldn't believe them because right. you know what it that is. Right, that would roll right off your shoulders. <laughs> yeah, when he talks about imposter syndrome. Oh. Yeah, yeah so he just, good. yeah, he knows himself. He does. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, I think they're, I would love, I'm, well, as you know. We I'm should pick more. somebody that just infuriates us and see yeah. what happens. Yeah, maybe. But I don't want to spend hours consuming no. content on somebody that pisses me off. No. Me neither. I, what, one that would other be... thought, the thing I was thinking with the ENF, like, I've gotten to know, I mean, I was typed as an ENFP, had never really learned about them or what anything about them. So I've really gotten to know the ENF, the type of the ENFP, right? <laughs> and... Yeah, I, I just feel like there's something with our stacking, something about it that identity is not our dragon. That's not it. Um, it is 
dealing with this demon sensory that we live with every day to actually make our any yeah. a yeah, reality. Yeah. Right. I mean, it, for him, it's the classic story of the NF. Like, how do I ST my NF, right? Yeah. Um, and for he's me, found a way to do that really well. For me, with my NT. Oh, that's the other thing. My... My ASF is always going to, it's going to seem worse than his because I'm an NT, I'm an ENFP jumper. And so like right. my struggle is the SF, like that's right. That's yeah, where, yeah. that's going to be like my like jewel at the end of my hero's journey or whatever <laughs> like that. And so getting to know this type and that's why like I am going to, I am going to push on Dave and Shannon to do it yeah. because I just feel like there's and not. they need a good ENFP in their docs. They need a good ENFP in their docs. Yeah. Because they have Owen Cook. And I mean, Weird Al's cool. Yeah, but Owen Cook, they haven't done a class on. They haven't done a class. I actually, class. when I was trying to triangulate, I'm like, oh, Owen Cook might be the same type. Let me go check He's him out. And they didn't do a class on they him. They didn't do a class on him. Yeah. 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 Anyways, okay. So what did you think of yeah, Matt guys. Mercer? <laughs> yeah, let's, we're like, hmm. Sleep or play? Sleep what or play? What did you see for his modalities? Yeah. What did you this see for his... This is great. Those are the only areas we disagreed on. Yeah. We got six out of nine questions the same. Good. I'll Virtual high five. Um, yeah, so you can find us in all the OPS Facebook groups. There are kind of getting to be a lot of them. Um, just a few. Just a few. But this, we usually post the videos for this on the what we call the main group, the big study group and the class group, right? Yep. Um, you can find us on our YouTube channel, Objectively Typed, or email directly at objectivelytyped at gmail.com. Uh, we'll post our upcoming episode topics, and you can try to type along with us. We'd love to hear your suggestions. Again, this was a fan yeah. suggest. This was... Yeah. Yep. Bring it to us, guys. Yep. So who's yeah. somebody that infuriates you? Maybe we'll, some, that's true. Somebody that pisses you off. And maybe it'll be interesting to see how we yeah. ping off that person. Pisses you off or somebody crying in their ba- a YouTuber crying in their basement. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. We need to find somebody like that. We do. Yeah. So let us know. Um, hit us a like and a subscribe. And other yep. than that, thanks. Yeah. We'll see you guys next time. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye.